Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network is a Moonsault Media production and is intended for private use only. For more information, contact RetromaniaPodcast at gmail.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. This is a special review show. I haven't come up with a name for it yet. Jimmy, uh, maybe we can come up with that for, um, uh, you know, along the way here. Um, I spoiled the beans. I spilled them already. I spilled, <laughs> spilled the beans. God damn why it. Why just spill your beans? That's why we have editing. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm one part of the hosting squad here joined for you for a special review of Heels. It is Jimmy Price. The oh, man. Co-founder of retromania right here back in the saddle again jimmy it feels good to talk to you man yeah it feels good talking to you too uh warms the soul to hear hear that intro brings me back to some some good times uh, it's been it's been way too long and uh it's my <laughs> it's my fault that it's been too long but uh nonetheless I'm, I'm glad we're we're recording again uh and i'm excited about what we're uh getting into with this little recap yeah definitely uh i am excited as well it is not your fault um i have I have suffered the same uh, fate as your character in storyline booking. We both have children. That's right. Yeah. 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 We're both, we're both parents now. Uh, yeah. When we first started, we were, you were, I think you were, were you living the single life when we first met? I don't, I don't know. No, but, I, I was yeah. a young spry spring chicken though. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. And as was, I, I was a uh, newly uh, had become a, a, a step parent at the time we first started uh recently and then uh about a year after we started is when my son uh cam was born so yeah we both have uh you know your your baby's now six months yep and uh your son is almost uh almost just turned just turned three actually yeah birthday july yes yes sir yep wow so we both have uh children named cam camden and camila yes cam 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 the Cam Cam connection. Oh wow, yeah, the first intergender tag team champions. Hell yeah! All right, cool. We're starting it off hot. Um, yeah. Well, we're here covering the show heels. I figured this would be something special to do, um, and I asked you because I knew you would be into it. You, you and I both like cinema, and we both like wrestling, um, and we both like chopping it up about it, um, and that's how this whole podcast network started. Yeah, man. Um, so I think it's only right that you and I cover this first episode and try to continue to cover the the season of this show heels with Stephen Amell uh, that appeared on stars um, uh, initial overall thoughts on this show, because I mean, the trailer popped up and it, it, it brought you back some nostalgia feels. You, you see some good old boys from the South um, in a dying territory and um it looks like it's some independent stuff is featured in there as well. And then we didn't know what it was going to be. And then this first episode, uh, uh, bring us in. What are your overall thoughts, Jimmy? Yeah. So, so going in, I was definitely very uh, excited because I, you know, in my head, I think, and I, and I know that, you know, a lot of wrestling fans probably, you know, like envisioned this sort of like, you know, kind of like prestige, you know, type of like drama series or like, or like either that or like a, like a, like a major, you know, film or something like that, like something, something along the lines of like the fighter or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But set in the world of pro wrestling. And so it's been a long time coming. So 
Uh, I'm definitely very excited going in. Uh, the I'm not going to lie. I mean, we'll get into it. Like we and we were discussing this uh, you know, before we started recording too. Uh, about 20 minutes, a half hour in, I was not feeling great about about the show overall. Uh, but it, it it definitely switched gears hard, and uh, by the end, I was hooked. So uh, I'm definitely feeling good about the series and 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 where it's going, and interested. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I agree with you. It was um, it, it it started off in a way where you're, you're like, all right, what is this going to be? And you know, every interpretation that we've seen uh, throughout history of being a fan of wrestling, it's usually not the best uh, interpretation of what I feel wrestling could be portrayed as in cinema. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, it's usually kind of insulting. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I mean, yeah. being a wrestling fan is insulting enough. We know that. Right. <laughs> but um, I think when you you add that cinema sugar to it, they they you know sweeten the deal a bit more than wrestling is already sweetened. That's too sweet, brother. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing too, and, and I completely forgot my when I was talking just now. We, we can't. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention the wrestler, uh, Darren Aronofsky's oh, film that's, from that's a great film from 2009 yeah which was definitely sort of you know in in the same vein of like gritty you know sort of you know independent and that and that sort of thing and that's that's an amazing amazing movie uh so it's 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 cool to see this you know different you know different vibe not you know not about entirely about a you know star of the past although we do have a star from the past um but yeah just sort of like that that gritty kind of feel to it so uh, it's very, very exciting to see. I mean, wrestling is, is you know, kind of having a big moment right now. There's a lot going on. So uh, yeah, we've is... been saying that since we started this podcast. Um, yeah. Wave. Yeah. We've, we, we've ridden this wave almost and look at yeah. has gone on since we've started this podcast. You and I have talked about the potentials of ROH, New Japan, and all these uh, other companies up and coming AEW <clears throat> and <them> all working <laughs> together. And then what happens? They all eventually do because that was the dream and we've ridden the wave the whole way. Yeah, um, man. It's been, it's been a wild ride and everything that we've lived through, like uh, you and I are, guys that uh have grown up with the golden age or the golden you know the hulk hogan era more or less yes and this is kind of what that show gears towards um people that are reminiscent of that golden era like that 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 lived in that but they also remember the older days you know the 80s you know we remember those older days we know about the 70s you and i have reviewed stan hansen and bruno um you know some older matches and we we like some older stuff and some hard-hitting guys um and this kind of brings us back to that as well which which i love about wrestling there's a history there so uh if you really want to know wrestling you have to know the history um and shows like this and the wrestler they kind of bring you into that um talking about the history of it and uh where it is with the smaller towns you know yeah absolutely absolutely and, and you know i as somebody who lived in uh lived in a small town in virginia for a long time and uh there would be a, a little local indie that would come through you know every like once a year or so i mean people who live in those small towns that's what they're what they're looking for a lot of the times i mean you, you definitely have your hardcore fans there too but like yeah they're looking for you know the you know classic you know good guy versus bad guy you know larger than life kind of feel so um it was interesting to see that dynamic in that sort of 
struggle as like the the shift the shifting landscape and that sort of thing are all sort of at play here and heels so it's it's definitely uh definitely captures that small town feel very well yeah and it's 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 nice uh coming from a different perspective too like you said darren aronofsky uh a harder edge director uh you know someone that can get the grittier side of wrestling this seems to take the grittier side but also a a light-hearted note which we said the first 30 minutes are kind of cheesy but this director the director um i mean the show is written by somebody else but the director pete seagal He's got a note of uh, some comedy under his belt. Uh, Get Smart, 51st Dates, Anger Management, My Spy with Batista, The Longest Yard with a bunch of wrestlers, The Naked Gun, Grudge Match, Tommy Boy, Nutty Professor 2. I mean, this guy must be a fan um, in some way, you know, because he's featured wrestlers in a lot of his movies or he's been involved with wrestling in his movies. Um, I don't know how much a director has say in that, but uh, he definitely is uh, got some comedy under his belt. So I, I, like I told you, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have minded a, a, a little wrestling spoof show, but this is, this is a uh, gearing towards a more serious side, a drama, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and you get, you get the sense that, you know, obviously we know as well as Stephen Amell, you know, his, you know, extensive history with wrestling and, uh, and, you know, wrestled on multiple pay-per-views for different Never companies. heard of him, pal. Never heard of him. <laughs> well, I remember, you know, some years ago he wrestled with uh, Stardust, which I don't know whatever became of that guy after he got released, but... Never heard of him. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then even uh, the, uh, the co-star, uh, Alexander Ludwig, yeah. uh, who is... First of all, when I watched the show up until like literally tonight when I was looking at the Wikipedia page, I thought this guy was one of the letter Kenny boys. Uh, he kind of looks like the, <laughs> looks like the blonde, the, the blonde guy from uh, letter Kenny, but I was, I was very mistaken by that. Um, but yeah, he's most, most well known for the hunger games, but one of his credits race to which mountain also starring the rock. So there's a, uh, yeah, there's wrestling ties all over the place here. He was the kid. Uh, Seth is his credit. I, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know if he's like the main kid. But we're, he was... Sorry, we're not big. Uh, we'll, we'll do we'll do a race to Witch Mountain review <laughs> yeah. once, once we get that uh, Bariquas Forever recorded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into the show. I mean, it it, it opens up with um, Jack Spade, who is the character of Stephen Amell that you mentioned. He's typing up spots for a match. Um, and I, I, I have to have some jokes in here, as you know, Jimmy, I call yes. that office work <laughs> slightly as different as a, than working the office. Yeah. Uh, so you, and not, <laughs> as opposed to an office shooting, <laughs> I mean, an office, <laughs> an office shoot is what I meant to say. Exactly. Holy shit. <laughs> Sorry, off <laughs> Zoom here. <laughs> so he's <laughs> we got Jack Spade. He's typing yes. up the uh, spots for the match, um, and uh, we go to the actual event. It's cross cutting towards an event that he's hosting, and we uh, see his younger brother appear. That you said earlier um, from Game of Thrones. His younger brother, Ace Spade, comes out, and uh, I like his catchphrase here. Hey, Jack, fuck you. Um, <laughs> it's simple and to the point, and it can be he can be a strong heel with that. 
but yeah. uh, as we see, that doesn't uh, that doesn't uh, cut out right, you know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of kids in the crowd, so that doesn't go over too well with uh, with old Jack. Um, but yeah, just uh, that classic baby face, uh, just dropping dropping f bombs, you know, nothing. You remember when nothing Stone Cold in- said, <laughs> "You take you take you take the first letter." <laughs> Wait. <laughs> he said hey hitman fuck you right and then just <laughs> flicked him off yeah, yeah that was it <laughs> just drop the mic that's you know literally i think he does a, he does a mic drop too which was what like the hell are you that, doing? that was like a that was like a, a nod to like okay this is gonna get a little cheesy here <laughs> like it's like when he does the literal the literal mic drop after he you know says fuck you instead of in, in front of uh like you know like a couple hundred small children and their families, you know. Yeah, you can't do, go doing that. And yeah, uh, well, I, then uh, I will say real quick though, while we're talking about the the Spade family, and we'll get more into them. I did like. I think I don't know if you thought thought this too, but I feel like that's a that's a not so subtle nod to the Hearts. Yeah, you know, wrestling wrestling family Hearts. There's a lot spades. of nods in here. The yeah. Spades, the Hearts, um, Blackjack Mulligans. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know they they weren't you know i guess the mulligans is their shoot or not shoot working last name but you know um yeah we can go blackjack we can go spade we can go hearts um yeah and, and then the club uh, yeah <laughs> the valor club <laughs> sorry aren't you glad you brought me back <laughs> yes, i'm glad we're laughing again this is <laughs> This is what it comes to. Um, so bonus points for the uh, intro, though. Uh, we have Band of Horses um, on the intro, or at least the lead singer from Band of Horses. I recognize nice. his voice. That was kind of cool. Um, Absolutely. And a nice, nice little montage there to set you up. But hey, um, we are running through um, the the area that they live in, which is Duff, uh, Georgia. Duff, <laughs> Georgia. Um, uh, we have old signs uh the tom the king spade versus wild bill hancock and that'll play into the show later um uh so a lot a lot of backstage stuff after you know the we 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 realize that jack spade is running the show yes uh, in my script you're not going to cuss he tells uh, a spade his brother so that's right. That's right. Yeah. He, he holds the pencil or the, or the MacBook in his case. Yes. And uh, we have a character introduced as well. Mary McCormick, uh, who is Willie. I guess she is the uh, showrunner. Um, she's like the right hand to Jack Spade, uh, the lady with the blonde hair. Yep. Yeah. She seems to handle a lot of the, the day-to-day business type stuff. And uh, she lends some, uh, some credibility to the cast as well. She uh, has some credits. She was in um, uh, the West wing and uh, as well as like, you know, movies like 1408 and stuff. So she's a you know, pretty, uh, pretty solid uh, character actor herself. Yeah. Um, so a lot of potential for her in this show as well. I yes. think that they're going to build to a big relationship with her and uh, Jack and Ace um, as we get moving forward. Uh, so the intro of the show, Band of Horses, uh, the 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 recall of Tom, the King Spade versus Wild Bill Hancock. We go into the son's room of Jack Spade, and he's a big fan of his uncle Ace. 
uh, wouldn't you know it. And uh, he's got some old, they got some old flyers in the house too of Tom King Spade and Wild, Wild Bill Hancock. That must have been a hell of a match, almost like a ladder <laughs> match, you know, between Brett and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Junkyard Dog or something. <laughs> yeah, man, it's one for the ages. Yeah, one for the ages. They, they do say that. Um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, we wake up in the morning at the house of this the the Spades, Jack Spade, and uh, he's typing up that script. He's working the office again, or yep. you know, working in the office. I'm sorry. And uh, the family, his wife says that they're going to go to church, and he says he's got a lot going on. Uh, equals he's not coming along. Um, and this reminds me a lot of, um, you know, Cody Rhodes is involved with the show, correct? Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's like officially involved involved with the show, but he, I'm sure he's got he's at least like a consultant or something. Because I mean, there's a lot and, of uh, there's a lot of mirror stuff that we're talking about. Like, um, you know, y- you said this relates, you know, a nod to the Hart family, but there's a lot of nods to Cody in this. Oh yeah, I think yeah. That's I get, Stephen Mel's relationship with him as well, right? Yes, yeah, they're very close, and and now that you mentioned that, I do see a lot of a lot of parallels there. Yeah, so the family's going to church. Um, you know, dad's got a lot of I got a lot of things going on. God damn it, buddy. I'm bleeding. I'm fucking bleeding right now. And I ain't do nothing. I didn't work. I didn't work but uh there's some fog machines in the house. Um four. The, yeah, four fog machines. Yeah. The four I've fog been. machines. <laughs> um, you know, uh he he's buying those and uh doing the the work in there and uh his his wife notices but uh she's like look i don't want to argue and uh he's he he says listen we didn't argue we had raised voices and now we're going to have church guilt and uh that's how catholics live folks (laughs) and she's talking about going to a movie and he says movies are shit nowadays and he should be on uh movie the podcast (laughs) if he's gonna think that way but yes, I agree. Movies are shit. Let's watch the CW. Let's watch the CW, the arrow. I know yeah. a good show. <laughs> it's pointing you in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the, you know, that's the first bit of them about to go to church. Um, any yeah. thoughts there? Trying to fuck going to church, you know, <laughs> just normal, normal Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, in the church though, uh we cut to them at the church. Uh Jake or Jack, I'm sorry. Jack Spade's son, uh his hero is obviously his uncle Ace and he's not there and he's looking around for him. He's like, "What's going on? You know, where is he?" And uh we get an exposition of the couples involved. So Big Jim comes with his pregnant wife and he's dropping off uh uh, a spade who is peeing on a tree outside of a church and uh we get kayfabe explained at the party after the church um you know talking about protecting the business and you you never say it's fake don't fucking say it's fake jimmy you protect the biz at all costs yeah exactly. yeah and this is this is where you know this and i expected this going in this is where you know you gotta you gotta initiate the uninitiated you know, people who are just like, oh, let's check out the new stars drama who don't really know too much about wrestling. So I was prepared for this going in. There's got to be like some 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 basic education to get get people uh, invested in the story and know what what's going on with some of the terminology. 
but it was like it to to anybody who's in the know it does it feels kind of like kind of forced but again you gotta you gotta expect that going in true yeah um i i mean and then she the the pregnant wife of big jim asks the question if you know it's fake then what's the point of watching it I don't know why you why have you watched all 10 seasons of one tree hill exactly i don't know exactly i don't know i can't explain it because like my fiance uh, she asks it all the time she's yeah. like why do you watch this why are you watching so much of it isn't it all the same <sighs> isn't that life though yeah Mission. yeah i mean i've like for years I, i've you know i've thought you know that the, the comparison is pretty pretty apt between you know watching wrestling and watching any Reality. sort of any kind of yeah any kind of work of uh, fiction any kind of you know film tv series like you know i mean it's presented in a different way of course it's presented in a in a sports context but well here's you know, the thing that we've missed over the year that they actually give a key point to is uh he says well there's a little added note the audience is part of the show and the reaction yes. that you get there and that's what we missed over the quarantine time and the pandemic um is the audience and yes and did that make wrestling feel dry not having an audience there um the audience is the biggest part of it i think absolutely going, going to the show you and i went to uh best in the world in july yes we did yeah and that was a that was a treat and that was a fun show man start to finish and uh yeah just to be be back in that in that setting with a live crowd and some live wrestling it was awesome, and I'm glad we went when we did because shit's gotten fucked again since then. Exactly, I know. Yeah. yeah, they had us in little bubbles to where we were like, you know, six seats away from everybody and had a little area, which I don't, I didn't mind. Um, no, I oh god, if 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 every wrestling show was like that, I would be, I would go to so many, so many more wrestling shows. It was nice to like have have some room to you know, you know just like hunch over you can hunch over the seat in front of you or you can you know spread out a little bit like it was yeah it was good it was good it was nice um so yeah they talk about how the audience is the most important part of the show um we cut to a scene next of a practice session um we have the elbow drop scene between uh i i will give you the character's name his name is rooster robbins Yes. Um, and he is working with uh Wildcard McGee. Wildcard McGee, which is Nigel Crocker, um, the actor there. Um, and there he's he's a newcomer and he's trying to teach him how to sell an elbow drop. So we have that little uh that little scene there and just you know going through signs of displaying how to work the business he said you know you need to land more on your your hip rather than giving your, your full force of your elbow yeah um, yeah yeah and that was that was a cool little scene i, I enjoyed that and i think uh the uh actor who plays rooster robbins alan uh, maldonado is is seems like a star like yeah. i don't know if he's if he's like an actual wrestler or not um probably has some training i'm looking i'm pulling up his wikipedia now but um yeah he he's definitely like has a lot of charisma and like I, I enjoyed his his part quite a bit so i'm interested to see where his character goes yeah reminds me of a um uh like a too cold scorpio amped up to 11 
Um, oh yeah. Like a, like this could be a good breakthrough performance for him. Like, like you said, um, I am going to look it up as we go along through the weeks of heels here. Um, we will, uh, we will, we will see who has actual wrestling background knowledge and who's involved with that. Um, cut to uh, the showman lady there. Um, what, what was her name again? Shit. I'm blanking. Uh, Willie. Yes. Uh, the show lady. Uh, she's looking on her phone and it's abyss versus Samoa Joe. From <laughs> FWD. Her oh my God. <laughs> All right. So can, can I, can I, <laughs> Come on. say a few things here yes okay so out of out of everything in in the entire first episode i thought this was like the most like it was it was like i didn't hate it just because of how ridiculous it was but it seemed like like what were they what was what was the thinking there like because to any like hard i mean i guess, I guess if you're not a wrestling fan it's not going to jump out of you like oh that's monsters ball from 2006 but like <laughs> I was watching TNA in 2006, and and I mean everybody's going to recognize Samoa Joe, even if they're not. Uh, or Abyss. Yeah, Abyss. Yeah, in his own right, was a huge star, and it just seemed like you're going for like a, you know, the 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 idea behind the promotion is that they're more like a blood and guts type of thing, and like there are so many like good independent companies that are like putting on like death matches that I'm sure would love to have their footage and a and a show on stars like. I, I just I, I was puzzled as to why or how that clip from like mid 2000s TNA ended up in ended, ended up in the show. And it's like I couldn't even hate it because of how ridiculous it was. But it's just like I was like, wait, what was that? That was yeah, that, I was I was absolutely puzzled by that. But it was, you know, again, like ridiculous to the point where it's enjoyable. So, yeah. So that like, is- yeah, no wonder, no wonder everybody's going to check out this promotion instead. They're booking Samoa Joe and Abyss. Like, come on, dude. Wow, classic match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rival promotion, hardcore promotion, like you said. But then Jack shows up and uh, he gets notified of this. And Jack Spade says that that's just a stunt show uh, with a bunch of car crashes. Um, and he we he gives us a Vince McMahon name drop. He said. Nobody will ever beat like Vince McMahon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, bringing, bringing his name into this was a, certainly a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, next scene, we have Ace, the younger brother of the face at a grocery store. Uh, he's the face. He's the face that's stealing some stuff from the place. <laughs> He he starts stealing, um, and he's assuming he's going to win the title because uh, that's what the script, quote unquote, calls for. Um, but Ace is really the heel here, actually. Um, he he steals some gum, and the girl at the countertop says, "Hey, you steal from me all the time, and the only reason I give you, uh, uh, you know, a little leeway is that your dad, Tom, was a hero around here." And he tells her a little story and he says, old Tom said that when you had a little dog, you know, and it went missing, he said, it's probably for the best. The little Cooper girl would have ate it anyways, because she was overweight. So uh, yeah, insulting her and then uh, leaves the store. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And this solidifies the uh, kind of like the, the heel, the heel turn for, for Ace the face and kind of like, oh, okay, this guy's a little bit of a piece of shit or, or a lot of bit of a lot of you know what I mean? 
Yep. He's well, a P- certified certified uh, POS for sure. Yeah, exactly. So his brother Jack gets a call from the father of the uh, convenience store because it's a small town. Um, so we will see where that goes. And we get a locker room scene. Um, everybody getting prepped before the big night's event. And we get a scene of Jack Spade going over the script tonight. Uh, Jack is going over ace. Everybody's kind of like, what's going on? Wait, I, I, super kick. You you stand around and celebrate, and then I roll you up, and that's the finish. Okay, so the the heel is going over the long-awaited face uh, that's that's trying to get over, but some things have changed, you know. Yes. Yeah, Ace Ace is like, you know, are you are you doing this because I showed up late? Are you doing this because of the grocery store thing? Um, and Jack Jack Spade gives him the the best Vince McMahon response ever. He says, they're coming tonight because they trust me to tell them a story better than they live with every day. <laughs> that is a very Vince line. Jesus Christ. He's Life sucks. They're letting you die. Pathetic. And then they come to the WWE universe and for put smiles on their miserable faces. For three seconds, they have hope. <laughs> One, two, three. Kick out. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so yeah, and then we get um we get Ace backstage with his valet, quote unquote, Crystal, um, and talking about some exposition here about how he had been a, you know, uh, 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 you know, the star of the family since he was younger, and she had uh, always wanted to be with him, and she knew one day that she was uh, going to be his valet, and he tells a story about how he wasn't crying. He wasn't crying. He wasn't. Yeah. Crying he, he shit the bed in his high school football championship. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of, uh, you know, <clears throat> a lot of him dropping the ball, if you will, yes. in his yes. uh, character story arc. Um, uh, but then all of a sudden we get puppies. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you Jerry Lawler is watching this show with a Coke. Diet Coke, <laughs> Coke zero. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to get, I mean, it's stars, you know, you, you, you expect these things from your, from your Sunday night drama. Yeah. And then the other wrestler spoils it in the locker room and he <laughs> is taking the shit and had to let me know. <laughs> my favorite line of the entire episode. Let me know when I can finish my shit. <laughs> let me know when I can finish my shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's as you and I, as parents, we know, we know that all too familiar. <laughs> I feel that all the time. I can finish my shit. Can I, can I, can I I get 10 minutes here? One squirt in. Yeah. That, that, uh, I mean, so I, that, and that guy, that is, um, uh, is that apocalypse or I I forget what his name is. He's, he's really good in this too, but yeah, he's, uh, his name is, uh, Diego Cottonmouth, Diego Cottonmouth. That's it. Robbie Ramos. Yes. Yeah. So he's the, he, his, his new gimmick is uh Mr. Get my shit in <laughs> he stole that from Brian cage. And it's uh it's the snake man there. Yes. While we finally through the door opens and through the shining light comes wild bill Hancock. Uh, 
decked out in a uh, is it an alligator suit? It, it appears to be looking like some gator or uh, at least anaconda or something. Anaconda yeah. and and the conda. Yeah. So now I so my first reaction, and I don't know about you, but I immediately get uh, Michael PSA's vibes from this dude. I get Jake the Snake Roberts, but I yeah. guess snake suits. I I think it's kind of a blend of both of those characters. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right, and I think character wise, he's a lot closer to to Jake, um, but more just the the suit and the and the swagger than more than anything else. But he just comes comes in, and I'm like, oh, that that's Michael Hayes, and maybe because like he's also in with the with the big company as well. But uh, yeah, he just just comes in and hey, I got an idea. I got an idea. Um, shout out to, to Chris Bauer, the actor who plays Wild Bill Hancock, who is a, another great character actor. Both okay. him in uh, in the movie sixty one. He's a uh, fantastic in a very underrated baseball movie. But yeah, any anytime he pops up in a in a movie, it's usually really good. He he was sent from the north. He's scouting Ace, um, and uh, you know he he's talking to Jack Spade about you know the, the low cards that they've been setting and the uh, amount of money that they have not been making. He said, "Didn't you do a show at the Golden Corral last month?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they had some ribs and flapjacks there correct yeah, bing. oh yeah bing, bing, ding. yeah <laughs> all right yeah but um then jack sees uh wild bill talking to his little brother ace outside and he's trying to convince him that he's going to go to the big times and uh yeah then they go over a new finish cut to uh ace and jack talking with Crystal about a new finish for the match. And uh, what were your thoughts on that? This is, this is where Ace goes on his, on his super kick party, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is where he's, yeah, the super kick and then this and then that and then super kick. Yeah, it was very. Uh, and then we shake hands and I super kick you again. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like a, maybe like a little little shot across the bow at the uh, at the old young bucks, but uh, <laughs> it, I definitely appreciated the uh, the non subtlety there. Yep. Uh, so uh, that happens. Uh, then we go to the day of the show. Actually, uh, Wild Bill and Ace are talking. Uh, Wild Bill introduces Oxy Pills to Ace, and he tells him the tales of brothers from the Bibles. And he spits some Bible verses. This is what reminded me a lot of Jake the Snake Roberts. Ah, uh, yes. Laying off, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Ace, he's convincing Ace to be the bigger man out of this by uh, betraying his brother and showing him that he is uh, more dominant, um, uh, you know, uh, ego and big manning it. And he says, Ace says, well, maybe I just won't show up to the signing. And he's like, no, you could just not show up to the match. You know, Wild Bill's thinking that in his head, you know, be smart. Right. Um, <clears throat> or just show up and fucking kick his ass. Uh, yeah. Shoot yeah. Him, but uh, we don't know. So, um, yeah, that little that little foretelling there. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, this is I mean, and, and right around the time when when Wild Bill shows up is when the shift happens, I think, from the from the first part, first half of the episode, which is, you know, on the on the cheesy side with a lot of the the dialogue and just the you know position. Yeah. yeah, early exposition. And I mean, to be fair, in most series, the first episode is, you know, setting the table. 
And so that it's not always going to be the. I the, am the table. <laughs> Tables. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that's that's their job. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, when once Wild Bill shows up, that's when the shift happens, and that's when the the show goes in a more interesting and a more interesting direction, and the drama starts to build from you know from a wrestling fan's perspective and I would imagine from an outsider's perspective too. But for us, it's like, okay, this is interesting. You know, so you got these two brothers, you know, one's getting ready to leave, you know, there's talking about, you know, one of them's talking about shooting or, you know, no showing or whatever. So, I mean, it's kind of like almost like a, you know, going into Montreal kind of feel to it. Oh, for real. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, it's, it, is it a work or a shoot? Right. Um, are you gonna go What's going to happen? That's a survivor series. Are you gonna shoot? (laughs) (laughs) Don't shoot. (laughs) That should be like oh my god. That's terrible. That's the worst like PTSD, like American based like jobber. He's like, don't shoot, don't shoot. Goes to fetal position in the ring. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) we live in America. This is this is yeah. This is why we joke about shit like this. Wow, because this is how we grew up. (laughs) Okay, so we are (laughs) commencing with the show. Uh, Ace doesn't show up to the signing, disappointing a lot of fans, especially his little nephew. Um, Then we get a, a scene of Jack Spade. Uh, Stephen Amell's character climbing a water tower because he notices Big Jim is up there um, and J- Big Jim is smoking a cigarette, you know, contemplating life sitting up there, you know, old school time, just sitting up by the water tower. Um, Jack talks to him about, you know, the old times of my dad and my mom, you know, my dad wrestled here. My mom wouldn't let me watch the shows live, but she would let me watch WCW. Yes. And uh, one of my favorite matches was Ric Flair against Sting. Wow. And he talked about the psychology of the match in a way where if I were to explain to people, if you don't know wrestling, just watch this little scene. You yeah. Know? Um, uh, run me through it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was this was beautifully written and, and shot. And I think this is probably my my favorite part of the episode but yeah he goes into essentially the the story of sting and rick flair and i believe they're referring to the uh the clash of the champions match yep and he, um the roll up you know um yes sting sting was the underdog there and he had tried so long to get a to get ahead of rick flair and rick flair is the man at this point and they're yes. in like rick flair country um and the fans are going wild for rick flair but sting is able to counter his signature move into a roll-up and defeats him but after the match sting gets on the mic and uh he thanks rick flair and uh you know Stephen amell puts it as this way people only love the good guys as much as they hate the heels um uh, you know and he's 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 actually just trying to tell big jim that he should turn heel exactly yeah and and, um i think it's a it's such a good point too and and i think so often like uh and and you know i guess in more recent in wwe and stuff like that you see people just kind of you know shit talk 
the opponent and then be like, it's something that, you know, Jericho talks about a lot too, is, you know, you can't, you don't want to demean your opponent because then when you beat them, it doesn't mean anything. So that's sort of goes back to that too, but yeah, yeah he's trying to on the mic afterwards and congr- congratulates his opponent, even though yeah. the thing was that our Ric Flair was the heel. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. And puts him over as, you know, the, the best world champion ever, however he says it, but um, but yeah, he's trying to, he's, he's trying to like it, the, it, Jack's, you know, great dilemma is, you know, this is the, you know, the big brother versus brother story storyline and they're going to blow it off, but then what? And he keeps going back to that and then what? And so he's got a good idea here with big Jim and he's trying to sell him on it. But of course then Jim, you know, drops a bomb on him and lets him know that he is retiring. Cause of course his wife is pregnant and he's going to, you know, focus on the, focus on the family yeah a big turn of events a a swerve bro yes swerve in storytelling uh this was where it kind of caught me you know i I was fading out of the show and then i was like all right where are we going what are we doing seems kind of like straight line but all of a sudden we get those little twists which i like in this show uh for sure that was a big moment in the show uh something that uh grasped my attention um moving on Jack and Ace have a raised voice discussion about the finish of their match. Talking about Ace's possible future, he says, I'm going to go to the big leagues after DWL and uh, um, what's going to happen there. Um, And then we get a flash forward uh, crystal, the valet of Ace. She goes backstage to check on his bag or something or. Yeah. So the, the interesting uh, subplot with Crystal is that she is, you know, she's the valet, but she, I don't know if she is trained to be a wrestler, but she's uh, definitely aspiring to be a wrestler too. Uh, But it, you know, there doesn't appear to be any sort of women's division in in this small town uh, in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. They're not even allowed in the locker room, which, uh, which Willie uh, lets her know. And, uh, and, you know, at first, you know, she comes off kind of mean, but then she, you know, I think the last time she says, you know, take it for the compliment that it is that, you know, she belongs back there. And, and, um, uh, the, uh, the valet doesn't, but, um, yeah, it, that's another, you know, I'm, I'm definitely intrigued by that. Cause she's you know, in an interesting position. She's with ACE and, you know, there's the whole back and forth between, you know, you're taking me with you once you go up North, right. You know, we're going to be together. Right. And then, you know, Obviously, you know, he could, once they start hanging out with Wild Bill, the implication is that, you know, she, he's just going to leave her in the dust. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely invested in, in her character for sure to see, uh, you know, where that goes and if she gets a chance to uh, mix it up in the ring a little bit. Yeah, uh, we can we can uh, definitely check that out on the following episodes. I think there is a big, big uh, story arc there for her character. Um Going forward, Ace snorts some oxy. That's awesome. Yeah. Just, you know, got that getting, oxy that Wild Bill gave him and just getting, getting ready for the big leagues, you know? Yep. Yeah. Um, and his brother, that's what he fears. His his brother Jack had said that to him. He said, You go out there and I'll be picking you up in a body bag. Yeah. You know, or, you know, burying you. Uh, Wild Bill, Ace gives um, or Wild Bill gives ace the two by four and <laughs> carved what what did he carve in there i didn't even see that i couldn't i couldn't that. i couldn't make out what he had carved uh two yeah. by four was, was i made that like like that though 
Yeah, yeah. The purpose of not being able to read it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the, maybe more will be revealed as far as the two by four. Uh, it's probably it probably just says USA USA USA. <laughs> um, yeah, two by four is an interesting choice because obviously that's you know easily identifiable to to one wrestler. Uh, I have no well, idea who you're talking about. Wild Bill Hancock, of course. Um, no, <laughs> so yeah, that was that was an interesting choice, but you know. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's an interesting choice. Like you said, it'll, it, it may come into play later. Um, so we get a next scene of wild bill Hancock. He's in the locker room, you know, cheering up the boys and he's, he, his, his little line is go get him so we can get fucked up. <laughs> Sounds like a snake to me. Call to action, man. Yeah. That's uh quite, quite the rallying rallying cry. You know, um, Paul Heyman had those, you, you give your life on the line, you're their blood, the sweat of that. And then Sky is just out here. It's like, better get her done so we can finish this Jack boy. <laughs> right. I got news for you, Jack. <laughs> yeah. A little bit, of, a little dash of Herb Abrams thrown in there with him, maybe with the yeah. Along with the uh, Jake the Snake and Michael PSAs, <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of callbacks. I think we're going to get this throughout the whole series, which I, I enjoy. I love it. Oh yeah, it's yeah, little, definitely. Little Easter eggs for wrestling fans. Yes, yeah, Ke- keeps us invested, keeps us hanging on. Yeah, and we wrestling fans love to hang on. Oh my god! So <laughs> we hang on and hang on and we hang on for this montage. Uh, it's Johnny B Black, uh, Johnny B Bad. Uh, uh, sorry, that's uh, Rooster Ramon uh, versus that new guy. Uh, he came out with the Spooters. You saw, yeah, yeah, you got Spooters. Uh, always, always good, good showing. Uh, yeah, it makes you wonder. Yeah, why did why even bother with the fog machines if you got the Spooters? I mean, you're in. I, yeah, if you got you're spooters, in. Why yeah. You're in good shape, but uh, this and this starts the the montage with the. Uh, Anyone who knows what love is song, correct? Yes. Yep. Yes. Love that song. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the the Black Mirror episode, uh, 10 million merits or 15 million yep. merits. Yep. I love that. Yeah. One yeah. So that that's the first time when I saw that, that was the first time I heard the song. It's just such a beautiful, really? like sad song, but, but so beautiful too. And uh, I thought it fit perfectly in the scene. So it was definitely. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's playing off the battle Royal. It's playing yeah. off of the wrestling. Uh, uh, man, wrestling is almost like being a musician, an artist, or actor. You know, um, yeah. Any, it could be anyone at any time. Yeah, that song yeah. Is, is a play off that, and this montage was perfect. Yeah, and just the just the you know, the relationship that that so many people, especially on that level, who are wrestlers and in, in the business, and you know, it's it's not. You know they give so much and they get so little in return um that i, I yeah i just think that that song was just a, a perfect choice for that scene I, I love that part of it yeah um this is definitely a show and tell of like how much people give and then how much they get in reward for what they love and uh like many times my fiance has been like why don't you just do it and i'm like okay because i would get paid like 50 dollars and she's like don't do it you're gonna break your neck yeah never mind yeah no no you're good 
So wait, you're gonna you're gonna pay to train for you know eighteen months or however long, and then and then immediately gone. get your ankle broken and have no life insurance. Or... Yeah, and then <laughs> then be gone. So yeah, it's it's a hard life, man. And you know, props to props to anybody who who really uh, you know gets out there and just gives gives their all to it. Yeah, and a lot of them they they look towards uh, doors opening in other directions, as we see Doc Gallows uh, acting. Um, Doc Gallows was in the background of the battle, ga- uh, the battle royal, and he oh. he did a bump or two in the show. I completely completely miss that. That's 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 awesome to see How him in there. He is, I guess. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of these, uh, you know, aspiring wrestlers become aspiring actors yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> you, got you, got... you only have a bump card that can take so much as we've always said absolutely yeah and we've got a got a couple other aspiring actors former future wrestlers coming up in, a, in, in an episode or two from what i hear yeah look forward to that um so we run forward with the show we're about to hit the main event or before the uh the battle royal finishes we go backstage to uh jack and his wife talking and his wife uh notices that he bought gopros yes yeah that, that goes back to him you know he's frustrated he's like yeah they gotta you know gotta upgrade gotta you know improve the presentation um there's also he some runs some... the show he runs the like web link you know yeah yeah he's i mean he's definitely you know that that whole side of it he's very involved in and very uh, obviously invested in but i thought i think that that piece of the, like the business side and uh, to explore that in the show is another interesting facet to it like i mean they there's a couple of a uh, couple of lines where they allude to you know, yeah everybody's seen the matches you put up on youtube and that sort of thing so you can see that you know he's trying to get that buzz going and and that's you know such a huge part of like um you know, being an independent promoter these days, as I would imagine is, you know, maximizing that, that social media presence and just hoping you can get something that like catches fire. Um, that you can make a profit probably. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, uh, I mean, if you pros are not cheap. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think running it by yourself, like uh, this is a call to almost like a, a GCW you know, or yep. WG or, you know, CZW, like some of those like call or ROH in a way, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I really think it's a, it's, it's, everything is a nod to the wrestling business in this show. Um, <clears throat> and kudos to that um, yes. show to show how much is put into the product. Yes. Yeah, um, absolutely. Flashing forward, big Jim wins the battle Royal that they have. Uh, from the montage that we were just talking about. Then we go to Crystal, the valet of Ace Spade. Uh, she talks to him before the match and she says, are you taking me with you when you leave Duffy? And he doesn't respond. And his brother comes up and there's an intense moment with the brothers. Um, they are talking and they choke each other both. And uh, Big Jim and another fellow there uh, come through the curtain uh, and separate them. Big Jim comes through and d- didn't see what ha- had happened, but he's like, I love you guys. Thank you. And that kind of breaks the, you know, the, the angst between the brothers up. Yeah. Yeah. And throughout the episode too, Big Jim is, is always kind of like by Ace's side and he's sort of like uh, 
kind of like the maybe the the Triple H to Aces Shawn Michaels, you know, just kind of keeping them in check a little bit or or trying to. Um, but yeah, just a very very intense scene. You know, gets uh, you know gets brought up about their father, and I think there's an allusion to. Did they say that he he killed himself, or I don't know if they're saying that he actually killed himself or like he killed himself for the business type of thing. Seemed like there was an allusion to that, an allusion yeah. to that. Um, yes. Yeah, and then um, I, I don't know. Something like hit me right then when Big Jim came through, and I hate to be a spoiler, but he's gonna die, right? Big Jim or Ace? Big Jim. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope not. I think so. I think so. I'm calling it right now, everybody. Hear so me. what's your so explain your explain your thought process with uh, the baby has to be taken care of by ace his best friend Ooh, yeah that's that's some that is some high drama right there so yeah so yeah maybe like kind of like bring him back for you talk him into wrestling you know one more match and then he you know something happens before or his neck or something yeah he's paralyzed or he's done Ooh, and, yeah. and then ace is like you know what that's that was my best friend that was the only guy that was there for me that was my solid ground and get a lot of play out of that but yeah. we'll see where it goes that's just me being you know a fantasy booker as all yeah that. yeah that would definitely be a very uh very dramatic interesting uh way to go with that yeah um all right so let's get to the 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 pinnacle of this episode the last little bit main event time event ding 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 jack spade (laughs) against a spade for the dwl title dwl d that does not flow no yeah it's not not chantable uh yeah and do they even do they ever say what what it's duffy wrestling league duffy yeah okay duh yeah Duffy. duffy wrestling duffy 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 uh, yeah, so Jack Spade is the uh, Ace and Eights member that we all needed, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He had the whole fucking getup, man. Yeah. He had yeah. the whole getup. Uh, I love it though. Um, uh, side note: I had uh, my, you know, my Fire Pro Wrestling fantasy, you know, my custom characters and everything. I had a group called the Spaded Aces. Nice. Yeah, and you, I think you told me about this. You came up with that before Aces and Eights, right? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah, and I also came up with a. It was a a rap group that was called the Label, and uh, now we have Hit Row, in in NXT. So yeah. Oh shit! You're right. You're right. Well, everybody's ripping you off. It's no. It's just podcasts, wrestling promotions. There we go. That's why I'm broke. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, my fault. Um, so yeah, Jack and Ace, this epic match. Um, we get into the match. Uh, the they come out. You know, everybody's fired up. Um, Ace Spade turns towards the corner to celebrate. And, you know, say, "Hey, I'm here." And Jack, uh, Stephen Amell's character, grabs the belt, hits him in the back with it before the bell even rings start the match bing ding ding and then he grabs that uh fujiwari uh, like what's that that's a reverse arm bar uh yeah i think i think so it was like not quite the yeah I, i'm not very good with like calling you know different arm bars it, it kind of lo- it looked a lot like a fujiwara um 
kind of like a almost like the, the the disarmor that Becky does, but without you know he didn't have his arm between his legs. Yeah, um, he had his shoulder in between his shoulder blade. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely a you know a shoot. Arm, yeah, yeah, shoot arm bar. A sugar um, hole. Yeah, <laughs> just classic uh, shooter uh, technique. Um, yeah, and so and this this is like they they captured this moment so well because I love the. <clears throat> the the exchange between Jack and the referee because the referee is like <clears throat> he can see that he's kind of shooting on him he's like if he taps out I'm gonna have to call it like I have to call what happens and then he I, I forget I forget if Jack says anything um, specifically in that moment um, but there's that back and forth there it's like then you, call it yeah yeah then call it yeah and then sure enough uh, Ace taps out and the match is like about a minute long. And yeah, he Jack kind of he shoots on him. He goes into business for himself. Shoots on his brother, makes him tap out as a legit shoot. Um, you see Wild Bill in the uh, up in the rafters, looking uh, disgruntled and uh, disappointed. Um, and the trash begins to rain down. And somewhere, uh, so much Dave, trash. So much trash. Somewhere, Dave Melter is shaking his head disappro- disapprovingly uh you know getting ready to tweet about uh, how you know it's uh disgraceful for uh for wrestling fans to behave in such a way disgraceful for wrestling fans to behave in such a way honestly match of the night was diego cottonmouth against apocalypse uh four and a half stars yes yeah main event was a dud yeah <laughs> and i can just hear him and him and alvarez going on about it He's like, uh, uh, you know, um, the guys and I, and I can't be certain about this. <laughs> I have heard the guys in the back are not pleased. <laughs> it's like, well, thanks for the news. Neither are we. Oh, man. Uh, I, I love the ending. That yes. Was awesome. That, yeah, that got me hooked. Like, and not. <laughs> Dave or Dave Jesus Christ I call you Dave <laughs> oh my god here we have come to the crux in our relationship <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy yeah I, I hate to you know put the puns on heavy but it got me hooked because he was hooking he, he was doing a hooker you know he was shooting he was it's per- perfect metaphor perfect metaphor yeah he, um, I mean yeah. That was awesome, man. Um, I love the way they wrapped it up uh, for that episode to keep you uh, going throughout the season. Um, the The preview for the the rest of the season seems promising. Um, um, you seem to know more about what might be coming up more than I do. Um, but yeah, w- what are your overall thoughts? What do you think about the direction that we're heading? Uh, are you looking forward to it? Or are you not? Let me know. Yeah, uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, you know, like you said, the the you know the hook at the end. You know, uh, definitely, and, and everything leading up to that. You know, as soon as that that shift happens that we mentioned, it, it it turns into like a show that I'm I'm actually invested in, and not just because it's a wrestling show, but because it's telling a compelling story. Um, in terms of like you know, the the outlook for the rest of the season. 
I am optimistic. Like I, I, I want to see, you know, what what the fallout is. You know, you got to watch the fallout show next week to see to see, you know, the you know the shocking ending to to the to the pay per view or the uh, the big showdown. Um, but yeah, I mean, I want to see what where where Ace goes from here. I mean, does does that does that match? You know, kind of blow it with him with his opportunity up north. You know, what the fallout's going to be with that. Um, and then just like, you know, just from a wrestling nerd perspective, I want to see how Jack kind of shuffles the deck, you know, um, and, and, you know, there's going to be new people coming in, you know, obviously the, everybody's talking about the CM Punk, uh, cameo, uh, his character's name is Ricky Rabies, which is just a, Jesus Christ, a f- fantastic A++ <laughs> wrestling name, um, uh, I'm shocked that there hasn't already been a Ricky Rabies, like in Memphis or something like that um but yeah i mean there's gonna be you know, jim Cornette. he's wild folks he's <laughs> fucking dangerous god damn it he could on the double whopper ricky ray will fucking bite you he's foaming at the mouth he's foaming at the mouth he's frothing he's frothing <laughs> get him in the hot tub <laughs> sorry uh, <laughs> the uh but yeah i mean it, it's definitely uh, i'm very intrigued and i'm, I'm definitely pleased with how they left it off um and you know i'm i'm invested i'm i'm i would have stuck with this thing even if it was bad just you know that's how like, we are as wrestling that, exactly that's what we do right Start <laughs> the tournament like, now i have to finish it yeah exactly even like, though it is for the awa championship <laughs> <laughs> you know like why am i watching this shit here but here i am watching the shit um but yeah no it it, it was it, it picked up and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Absolutely. Well, I had a great time joining you, man. And I hope you can join me next week as we follow up for more episodes of uh, On the Heels of this show. I don't know. We need to come up with a name or something, uh, I, you know? Yeah, I kept I kept trying to think of something. Uh, yeah, Heels is, is a, you know, it's a, it's a kind of a weird uh, name to try to make a pun off of. Uh, maybe Heel Turn. No, that's that's too obvious. Uh turning heel no i smoke if i smoke weed before we can call it high heels (laughs) there you go (laughs) yeah um i'm just trying to you know spitball things here yeah i'll I'll brainstorm i'll brainstorm this week and then once we reconvene uh for episode two i will have a uh a short list of non-offensive uh titles yes i look forward to it um i look forward to see where the show goes there's uh at least eight episodes right I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, we'll be here uh, every week running this down. Um, thanks everybody. You can find us on Retromania podcast by searching Retromania with a W on any podcasting platform. That's Google play, Spotify, Podbean is our home based uh, Apple podcast. Just search Retromania with a W at the beginning, but you can write to us at retromaniapod at gmail.com. If you have any questions, you can find us on Twitter at Retromania pod and Jimmy, thank you so much for joining me, man. It feels like uh feels like day one you know like old times man uh thank you for having me uh it's good to good to be uh chopping it up with you again and i look forward to uh picking this up next week yeah absolutely uh take care and uh we will catch you guys next week see you